guess I made the decision to, uh, <laughs> to look outward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, I mean, I'm a contractor, right? I started, started with a tool belt. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I sold some jobs just because I had to do that. Right. Now I'm your typical story of a contractor, put the tool belt on, worked out of a van and grew a business. Right. Uh, yeah. Now I've uh, now I'm now I'm now I'm operating a real business. Yeah. Like I said, I just I made a decision to charge what you know what I'm worth. Right. Make, make some real what money. You're worth. Right. Make a real business. Yeah. Make a real yeah, business out of something that can support me and my family and, and my future. This is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast, brought to you by G4 Marketing. Interviews with today's top home improvement entrepreneurs about marketing, sales, money, mindset, and lifestyle. Now, here's your host, Brian Kaskavalsian. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. This is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing Group. And today I have got John Kolbaska from the Men With Tools. And you're out of New York. And so John sent me an email a couple of weeks ago that I thought was really awesome, just basically letting me know of all of the stuff that he's implemented in his business over the last two or three years. And I immediately fired off an email and said, hey, we got to get him on the podcast because this is this could be valuable for the listeners. And usually we do pre-call and we have a conversation, but John started talking and I told him to stop because he was, I know there was really good stuff that was going to come out. So John, welcome. Thank you for being here. Sorry, I cut you off early, but I wanted to make sure the listeners heard your, your whole story. Nice to be with you, Brian. Yeah. Hey, uh, to everybody out there, new people, if you haven't got a copy yet of my book, The Seven Secrets to Becoming a Wealthy Contractor, you can get a free copy. Just go to thewealthycontractor.com. I just ask you to pay a small delivery fee and I send you a physical copy of the book, The Seven Secrets to Becoming a Wealthy Contractor. You can get that at thewealthycontractor.com. So, John, with all that out of the way, so let's start with background. And John asked me, do you want me to tell the long, long version, the whole version or the short version? I told him, you tell the version that you think is the best version. So usually I say, give us the 60 second overview, but I don't know, get, give us your story. It's a good one. So, yeah. So um, yeah, I've followed enough of these podcasts to know you usually ask for 60 seconds. So I was kind of thinking beforehand, oh, wow. How could I fit that all in? But I think it's uh, valuable if I tell you the full story. Third generation carpenter, born and raised here in New York City. So my grandfather started in his business, told my father the business. Yep. And I started working with my father at a young age in the, uh, you know, in the summers, I just seemed to be attracted to the, to the work itself. And yeah, you know, I think I was 13 years old. I started working with, I think it was like 30 bucks a day cash. It was a lot of money. Well, yeah. Um, and then, and then you know, working, working in the summers with him. And then yeah, I remember him telling me, you know, this is, this isn't a good business. You know, you, you need to go to school. This, this, this isn't going to be around much longer. Little did he know, you know, <laughs> he was wrong, but so I started my first business in 2007 and I acquired a contract with a national retailer. I was doing flooring and I became the largest flooring installation partner in that program out of it was about 450 contractors wow. in the United States. Yeah. So I grew that to a pretty large size business. I had close to a hundred employees at the time, but I wasn't, I wasn't making any money. <laughs> I was doing a lot of work, a lot of what yeah. you say, 
a lot of work, a lot of responsibility, no money. Uh, you know, I was paying myself a salary, but there was really nothing left over at the end of the year. I sold that business in 2014. I was lucky enough to sell it. Maybe we could speak about, you know, that whole process with the multipliers and how they value the business. And I was I was shocked when I went through that. But it, anyway, I sold the business. And after being at home for about two weeks, me and my wife, we looked at each other and we, she looked at me and she says, you know, you got to go back to work. And <laughs> I said, yep, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I had this corporation sitting on the uh, on the shelf there. And I just, I, I, you know, I was doing flooring with the previous company. And my background's really windows, doors, and, and flooring. So I said, you know what? I walked in the Lowe's and Home Depot. This was about 2014. And I, I walked into the offices there, the install offices. And I said, hey, you know, you guys looking for a window and door installer? And they're like, yeah, if you have this and that. And they put me in touch. And like three weeks later, I was open this company. I was installing for Lowe's and Home Depot. Wow. But quickly realized... Three month, three six, three to six months later, that wow, I'm still not making any money. Yeah. <laughs> and then started looking around on the internet and you know reading some books and some podcasts. Came across you guys. Attended the uh, first accelerate event there, and I think it was 2019, and it was just eye opening. You talked about profits, and and you know, I think you actually briefly wanted to speak to you about the profit first book and stuff like that. But you put all of that stuff about you know your vehicle, uh, your business being a vehicle to deliver you you know all the profits and, and freedoms that you need. And it was just overwhelming. And I just, I, I left that event. I went home. I raised my prices significantly. Good. Um, probably doubled them. Met John Anglis, developed the sales system. I uh, actually paid him to uh, help me with the sales system, put a whole customer experience in place. And 2018, I think I did less than 600,000 in revenue. 2019, I went up to 1.2. 2020, I did 2.9. And this year, I'm on track to about 4.9. Wow, good for you. Yeah. And of course, now you're making money, right? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Sure. Of course. Yeah, okay. I'm 15 to 20% net. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Before there was no net. <laughs> Before there was no net. Yeah. When, no you net. Sold, when you sold the, the flooring company, did you make any money on that deal? At least, did you make money selling it? Yeah, what I did there was, um, you know, they, we went through a, a, a valuation, a business evaluation. I had a yeah. And what they do is they look at your financials and they basically look at what you're making at the end of the year. And for me, I paid myself a salary. Yeah. So, but there was no profit left over, right? So there was a salary. There's nothing left over at the end. So they took the salary and they put a multiplier. It was, it was really just a one. I was blown away by it because it wasn't really worth much. Right. And now know what I, knowing what I know today, I realized that I was lucky to even get, get that for it. Yeah. 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 So 2000, that was 2014. You started back in the window business in 15, 14, 15. Yeah. Late, late 14, early 2015. So between 15, 16, 17, and then up into 18, you went from zero basically up to about 600,000. 600. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just doing mostly installs for well, loads. Of yeah. So you were doing mostly installs for them. Mm -hmm. You weren't doing stuff for yourself. Not at all. So you basically started a whole new business then in 2019 because you had to go out and market, didn't you? Yep. To get so, leads. So I opened I opened my showroom here in Staten Island in 2017, May 7th, 2017. Okay. But still, you know, it was just a showroom. I I I'd probably built up enough of a client base installing for Lowe's and Home Depot that you know I had people contacting me, and then from there I could you know I, I had. You know, I was starting to do some repeat referral work and opened up on a major street where I would get about 25,000 cars a day. So that was really the start of it. But I didn't really know what I know now. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'll open this showroom and 
and I'll do a little advertising and so yeah so you mentioned a couple things about about you become aware you became aware of profit and what profit really is so that's awesome I love to hear that because you know they don't talk to us about that you know, especially in this industry, it's all driven by sales, sales. Well, what'd you sell? What'd you sell? I don't care anymore. I want to know what you made. So that that was a big shift that you made. You looked at your pricing. I'm just trying to unpack the, the things that you said. You went and got a professional sales presentation that you could, that could do, be duplicated. Yep. And so that was all like first quarter of 2019. You did that all was, of that? Wow. That was, that was, that was three weeks after Accelerate 2019. Wow. And yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I, I realized I had so much work to do. <laughs> but you went and did it. So where did, did you, like, where did you even start? I, I, I started on the pricing. That was the first thing that I knew I needed to change. Yeah. Um, so I went from selling on average of five to $600 uh, replacement window to over $1,200 retail. I mean, right. obviously have some drops and stuff like that. So I doubled the price. Yeah. Um, yeah make it, now, like I said, I'm making real money. Then I got with John. Okay. I realized if I was going to sell an expensive window, I needed to know how to sell it. <laughs> right. So, you know, a $1,000 window, $1,200 window, tell a $2,400 story. Right. Exactly. And we, and we do that now. And I have sales reps that work with me. I use John's system. I tweaked it a little bit, but mostly use most of it. Yeah. And like I say, you know, I've taught four people that work with me now, plus myself, how to really sell a, you know, a $1,200 window where I, I can't believe that I struggled to sell a $600 window before. Yeah. 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 So when you first implemented a new selling system, was it just you? It was just me. Yeah. Just I needed, sure. I needed to learn how to do it first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then how did you tell us about the first couple people that you brought in? What was that like? I was actually pretty fortunate. The first person I brought in, brought in was, we worked with a power home remodeling group. Okay. Um, here locally. And he was a field marketing manager. So he had some experience, more marketing experience door to door, but he was a natural born salesperson. Yeah. And I knew yeah. him from the industry and we were friends. And I said to him, I said, you know, I said, I think you can do this in-home sales thing. And he agreed. And he was my first one. I put him through the whole process and put him out there after about three weeks of training and riding along with me. And I think he sold his first four deals. Yeah. Wow. He's my best salesperson still to this day. Today. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. 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 And so, so it worked out for you. How important was it? So, you know, we talk about people, process and profit. So you just talked about, you know, obviously profitability first, making sure you got the right amount for the window. And then obviously you need a process for selling and you, you did that. And then people, and usually the people part is pretty tough. I mean, the process part is, it's all tough, but you kind of got... I hate to use the word, let's just say you did good on your first go around with hiring somebody. Did you have any mishires in that time? Uh, um, so I've hired a few people. I Before I attended Accelerate, I hired a salesperson from the industry um, that had sales prior to Accelerate 2019. I was kind of, you know, feeling around. Um, and that was a mishire, but I've, I've actually been, believe it or not, I've been pretty fortunate. And I go by the saying all the time, what's it slow to hire, fast to fire. Yeah. So I'm really particular. I really put my candidates through a whirlwind of a, of an interview. So it's a, you know, it's a phone interview. Then it's a, Hey, call me back. I want to see interest. Um, invite them down to the showroom two or three times. I'm pretty good gauge of character, especially when it comes to install. Um, Cause my background is installation, believe it or not. And, and sales. Yeah. So I can, 
pretty, I can pretty accurately gauge whether a person's going to be a good salesperson or a good installer. It's the other stuff that I'm now getting to now that I'm struggling a bit with, like yeah. the marketing side. And I just hired my, my digital marketing manager. Again, I was lucky with that. We're hiring content creator and that's been a little tough. And I, now I'm hiring a, I just hired a call center manager with the help of another consultant. And I've been pretty Great. good there, but it's, it's tough. People's tough. So, you know, you use the word that I was almost going to use, but I don't like it. Lucky, you know, yeah, I don't like that word. I think that how important was it that when somebody came in and looked at your business, that you were able to tell a story about, hey, we sell windows at a higher price, but we're better value. We have a system for selling this. And if you follow the system, then you're going to make what? Six figures, right? Well, I, I show them the numbers. Right. I, I, I break it down. I say, look, you know, 10 to 15 leads a week. If you close at 30%, which is the bare minimum, yep. my system should be able to get you to, you know, if you follow the system, you should be able to get 40, 50% here based at these numbers. Look at your average commission. Look at what you can sell. And they see it on paper. And, and, and the ones who get excited are the ones I hire. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> so don't get excited. <laughs> they can go so, to my competitor. Yeah. So the reason I brought up the luck thing is that that's not really has anything to do with luck. That has entirely to do with uh, we're setting up a system where we're going to attract A players, where somebody that's a great employee, a great employee, not a mediocre one, not a good one, a decent one, a great employee or pro a prospective employee is going to be checking you out, right? As much as they're, as much as we are checking them out. And so when they come in and they see that you've got a showroom and you've got your crap together and you have a system, I would think that that helps to them to self-select and self-deselect, right? So you sure. said the people that get excited about that are the people that understand. Those are the great people. They get it. They understand, oh, hey, there's a system here. If I follow it and I take my talent and I put it into this system, I can do well. And that's the thing, you know, it's think about it. So like before, and we were the same way, by the way. So before it was in our company, it was just me and Addy that were selling. And we had, I don't know, we tried to hire three or four salespeople and we just could not teach them to do it the same way we did it right? Just like you can't teach somebody to sell the way you do. I could run with you for two months and I'm not going to be able to be John Koboska out in the field, right? No, but then when, but, but when you have that system, right? So, so that's really cool. So, um, you know, so Brian, was, I'm, I'm creating a real business, right? right? So I think when, when people see that on the outside, potentially right. when employees, they look at the business and, you know, we, we do a lot of advertising on Facebook, social media, do a lot of video. So it's funny, like I walk around the local area now and I'm getting looks from people and I'm almost yeah. like, hey, and I, and I realize, oh, wow, you know, I, I'm actually creating a brand wrapped around myself. So people are recognizing me. They're right? recognizing so you. That's cool. They're recognizing me. So, you know, around the business, also around recruiting too. So we're starting to do a lot of that. So people are really starting to realize that we're a pretty good company to come work for. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we're growing up. A little business on a corner to what we have today. Well, you said a real business. Tell us what you more a little bit more about what you mean by having a real business. 
Oh, a real business. Like I said, it started with uh, with the profit and and the yeah. systems that we have in place. And you know, we just we just continue to grow. I have a plan, right? I have a plan to grow beyond this showroom. Yeah, that's pretty pretty exciting things that I'm not really going to share right now. Okay, but there is plans to expand into new markets, and you know, it, it's it's all in place right now. I'm just looking for the people, and I've yeah. got I've got a, I've got the cash behind me to do it now that I have the profits. Yeah, and I, I just need the people. That's all. Yeah, that, that's that's. What all does I it need. mean? What does that mean for you, though? What does it mean for you, you know, given your background, you know, and, you know, you've worked, I mean, it's obvious you could sell, it's obvious you can build a company, but now you're starting to make real money. I mean, and you've got this, like, wow, I, now I could really have a vision for the future. I mean, what does that mean for you and your family? Yeah, well, it's, it's something that, you know, that I'm, I, my, my goal is to create something that I can leave to my children. I have three children. So one or all of them, I talk to them all the time about it. Hey, you know, daddy's creating this big thing. Maybe it'll be 20, 50, $100 million at some point. You know, I'm going to hand this off to you guys. One of you or all of you, my 13 year old, she's, she's interested. She wants to get in a call center this summer. Really? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she, wants, she wants to make some calls. Yeah. She's, she's interested. So, you know, you hear stories about, you know, people who in this industry, big, big, big players that have been in the business and it's been in the family and, you know, they grow these large, large businesses. So I'm, you know, it's the first step I'm starting this thing. And yeah, you know, I'm enjoying myself. I'm making some real money now. Good. Just, you know, I'm enjoying the financial freedom, freedom yeah. that I have. Yeah. And I'm going to pass it off to my kids one day. You know, I'm not going to be the guy that sells out to a private equity. Yeah, this no? is for my kids. No, I don't think so. Unless it's overwhelming. You're right. <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of those stories lately, but uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of it going on right now. It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. This industry, right? Yeah, it's it's it really is amazing. Yeah, I just got over the weekend. I just heard from yeah from someone in the industry, and they're they're getting acquired. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's happening quite a bit. Never say never, though, my friend. Never say never. <laughs> you yeah. might be able to set your kids up in something else. You never know. Well, you know, it's it's like it's like you said. You know, this this business is a vehicle, right? Yeah. And it it's it it can be a, it can be an awesome vehicle. Yeah. And. You know, this vehicle's getting better <laughs> every well, day. Builder Prime is changing the game for home improvement contractors. Imagine having everything you need to help your business grow in one place. CRM, estimating marketing automation with SMS, production management software, and now call center dialer integration, all wrapped into one easy to use package. And it's never been easier to switch CRMs. Hundreds of contractors trust Builder Prime to grow their businesses with powerful reporting tools to see which leads are making money, which sales reps are the top performers, and where to optimize for the greatest impact. We're talking about winning more jobs, boosting productivity, and delighting your customers. Are you ready to fuel your business growth even faster without all the daily frustrations of your current tech stack? You owe it to yourself, your team, and your business to learn why everyone is switching over to Builder Prime, the only true does-it-all CRM for home improvement contractors. Head over to builderprime.com and request a personalized demo with an expert today. Yeah, and and the yeah. more the more you grow and and the more you have the fundamentals in place. So I love that you put the fundamentals in place before your business got to where it's at today. Imagine mm -hmm. you're at $5 million, you got all these, you know, marginal people that aren't good, you're barely making any money and you try and make all of these changes. 
it's really tough. But if you start off that way with a good foundation, the things that you can do, I mean, look at your growth. That's really pretty amazing. You talk about like those ceilings, right? That that zero, the zero to a million, right? Right. That's where most construction companies stay. Yep. That, and then to get to that $2 million ceiling, that's, that's tough to break through, right? And every time you break through those ceilings, you, you have to kind of recreate the business and put new systems into place. What I found that I took it a little slower at the first year or two, I did go back and put those things in place, but I, I put these five, $10 million systems into place right off the beginning. Yeah. So that the growth that I'm experiencing now is actually, it's, it's, it's been planned for. So that's it's, awesome. It's, when I talk to other people that have done this before, you know, I hear some stories and I'm like, well, you know, I guess I've, you know, I, again, I'm going to use the word lucky, but <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it, it hasn't been my experience. So I mean, we'll see. It's, it's the, the biggest issue is people, right? Learning how right. to recruit and hire and retain the right people. So right. Um, I see how important that is. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that the stuff that you're doing is you're giving people, look, people, people want to go and work at a place where they can win, right? Where they can provide for their families, where they don't have to lose sleep at night, knowing if I go to work tomorrow and I do my best, if I do what I'm good at, I don't have to worry about the company going away and my family not having, you know, the things that they need. So that's, that's awesome. Good for you. I'm excited. I mean, they, they realize when, when I talk to them and I talk to them about how important it is, the customer relationships, the wow experience. I show them what we do. And of course, you know, we use your, your program there for after the install, but what we do from the front end all the way to the back end and, and, and we show them, you know, we show them how well we treat a customer. Yeah. You know, they start out, they go online, they research us, they see over 135 star Google reviews. Nobody's saying anything negative about us. I think I even shared a screenshot with you from Facebook where someone in the local parents group asked a, just a random question. Hey, do you know anybody that does, that does windows and doors in, in my, uh, in, you know, in my market here? And I think they're out of the 50 responses, 25 or 30 people recommended me. Wow. Yeah. And it, you know, the men with tools, the men with tools, and that's genuine. And I, I see that all the time. I see that a couple of times a week just popping up there and it's unsolicited and it just makes me feel really good. You know, I, 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 I really enjoy the relationships that I'm making with my customers, right? Like, like you talked about, I've heard you say in the past, you know, the recession proof business has its customers, right? You right. have these relationships, long-term relationships. I consider every one of my customers a valuable relationship, a friend, a family member. Yeah. And we really do mean that, right? Yeah. We really do like, like, for example, like, we do all of those things like before the before the appointment we send out the email with the with the the salesperson's photo we do all of that you know marketing and stuff on the front end. my installers show up to the job site on the day of the install yeah so we had a little technical glitch there and we caught john right in the middle as he was talking about the installers showing up bringing your customers breakfast wowing them at that point which as you know very well that is that is one point in the process that could really mess up everything, right? How how do you, that actually leads me to question in that, okay, we talked about how you bring in people into the business, give them somewhere that they can win and all of that, but people are having a lot of issues with installers. And, uh, you know, not only getting them, but getting ones that are willing to do the whole customer experience and how, how do you bring them on and, and show them that, hey, this is the way that we do things here. This is what's acceptable. This is not what's acceptable. How are you doing that there? Well, yeah, I mean, I, we, we have what's called the thermal thermal break installation 60 system. Again, 
modeled after uh, Ari's roofing yeah. from the first Accelerate. So, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a 60 point installation process. We break it down that part of even bringing the customer coffee and donuts, it's in there. So I nice. show them from day one, equally as important as hiring for skill. You got to have the right attitude, right? So yeah. I'm asking them things during the interview process to make sure that they're a good fit for my company. So if they have the personality, the fit, I'll hire them, right? Along with the skill. If they don't have the personality, I'll just send them off to one of my competitors. So anything there that you want to share? Anything like, you know, just give us a couple little, a little pieces of your secret sauce there. Like, what do you ask them? What do you want to know? What helps you determine if they're going to be good or not? Well, I mean, you know, you'll ask them questions like, you know, tell me about, you know, a situation where you've run into an issue with a customer and tell me how you solved it. You learn a lot by just asking questions like that and just really just diving deep into that, right? You want to just see what their personality is like, see how they handle conflict because you do have some guys in this business that don't handle that very well. No. Um, and and it's just a lot about, you know, like I said, really discovering how they handle conflict and their personality. You can generally tell when you're sitting down with somebody dress nice, they're pleasant, you ask these questions. I mean, you, you'll be surprised. Some of the best installers in the world in this business have no personality. I've, I've actually seen some of the best skilled installers yeah. in this business that, that get more complaints than the guys that know half of what they do. Right. That are just friendly with the customers. So it, they're both equally as important. So, you know, I just sit down with them. I show them the system. This is what we do. What do you think about it? How do you handle problems? How do you handle conflict? How do you, you know, what, what type of resolution? And we just, we just go from there. And like I said, I'm, I'm not going to use the word lucky anymore during this podcast, <laughs> but I've been able to identify who's, who, who, who I really want out there as the face of my company. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. You know, I, it's interesting that you bring up conflict and how they deal with conflict. That's a good one. That's a yeah. really good one. Put them into some sort of situation where that's going to come out and see how they deal with it. Do you do disc profiling on your people? I do. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So, uh, one of the, I think it's a Yoho. Yoho. Yeah. App, the disc profile. Yeah. I use them just as a gauge. And, you know, after, after the initial phone interview, I invite them in, I give them a disc profile. It's good. It helps. It helps. It's not perfect. You can't, no. you can't hire someone based on it, but it is one of the tools that you use. It's a good tool. You know, if, if you don't have the right personality uh, as an installer and you're selling a $1,200 window, you're going to hear the, I paid a lot of money for these windows. Right. Right. So it's 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 really having you know the the right the right personality to be able to handle a customer. And again, even before we get to that point, right? So it's being able to just go in and talk to the customer, introduce yourself, right? Let them know if there's anything that you need. I'm here for you. Introduce the crew. We don't do a red carpet experience. We do a white carpet experience. Uh, we lay up. Well, it's not really white carpets. It's canvas cloths everywhere, but we make a show, right? Yeah. We cover everything. All the furniture, we move the furniture out of the way. Outside, inside, when you come, you know, if you show up to one of my jobs, you look like, what's going on over there? The house looks like it's like, like that's a the show. Oh, that's the yeah. best. And, yeah. So, we'll and so every one of these things is listed out, right? It's part of that 60 point. And so, you know, what's really interesting about that is when it comes to process and coming up with those processes. So we talk about, you know, what should the owner be working on? You know, should the owner be out there running leads? No. Why? Because it's a one-time thing. You're going to go out there. You, you're spending all of this time on something that you can duplicate with other people's effort. Well, what can't you duplicate with other people's effort? It's coming up with those 60 points. It's coming up with, all right, 
let me sit down, let me get quiet, you know, and let me just think. Let me think through an ideal process. And then you build the process, right? And sure, yeah. and now it's got now it's got a multiplier effect because now you're installed, I don't know, what, what are you doing now? 20, 30, 40 jobs a month, right? And so yep. now that one bit of effort that you put in now is being multiplied every day, every week, every month, every quarter, every year, hundreds of times, just based on you sitting down, stopping the noise, stopping being reactive to everything that's going on, and just thinking, and just saying, okay, what would this ideal process look like? And, and so that is, you know, it's it having processes are powerful for all of those reasons, but then are all of the reasons we said before, but also as the owner of your business, these are the things that you should be spending your time on. How is it that you went from a million to now you're going to do 5 million this year is you stopped selling, right? And you working, put on your own business, working on the business. Yeah. And you put on yeah. the owner's hat, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. No, so, I, 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 I had the tool belt on, right? I, I did all of those 60 things. Yeah. Minus the coffee and donuts. That's something I added in. Yeah. But I did most of those things, right? So it was easy for me to sit down and, and write those processes out. And it's, it's even like the pre-installation stuff, like something as simple as when you take the materials off the truck, right? You take the windows off the truck, you double check the sizes in the openings to make sure that you don't pull a window out that I may have mis you know, I may have mismeasured, right? Because though I'm doing this a long time. Yeah. Mistakes happen, right? God forbid. I, and it's happened to me in the past, right? Of course. Pull the window happen. Out, yeah. Pull the window out and it's, oh, this thing doesn't fit. And I couldn't make it work. And the customer had a piece of plywood <laughs> over there opening for, right. for months, right? But again, never made that mistake again, right? That's in my process, right? So yeah. I let the installers know these things are here for a reason. These, thing, these things help eliminate mistakes. And you know, they, they see the value in it. And, and tips, <laughs> they get tipped. Customers uh, buy them lunch. <laughs> they, nice. And, and they have, and we have, a, and they have a good relationship. The guys w with myself and 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 within the crews and stuff like that. So they're all in-house employees, no subcontractors. That's beautiful. Good for yeah. you. So you have a lot of control. Yep. So you have big plans then for this year, huh? We'll see. You're double the size of the company. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. did you? What was your thought process in coming up with that? With that target thought process as far as well you last you said in 2020 you did what almost three million uh yeah 2.9 yeah yeah so yep. now you're going to almost five well projection sure yeah yeah how are you doing so far we're talking almost at the end of q1 yeah so so far i think i'm close to a million dollars yeah q1 nice okay good yeah yeah, yeah I think today q1 is generally a little slower q2 and q3 are probably your big ones right q, q3 is the best quarter yeah but q2 is a good quarter Three, three uh, third quarter second quarter yeah uh, first quarter and actually the fourth quarter is always the slowest but today alone today alone i think i have over one hundred and fifty thousand in revenue today wow yeah, that, yeah today's today's the end of a promotion a two-month promotion that we're running yeah congratulations so, yeah so, so um is that your biggest day yet Yes, every single day, every single month is is it, it, it's going like this and like this on the on the CRM. So when you see the uh, the, the sales, that's revenue. great. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, I'll share it with you. I'll show you. I'll show you some screenshots. Okay, nice. Be blown away. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Good for you. Good for you. And so, what would you just to kind of wrap up here? So, 
you've probably answered this question at least business wise. Let me ask you more personal. This will be this might be a little bit tougher for you, but personally, if you could go back to yourself, say ten years ago, and mm-hmm. uh, what advice would you give yourself? personally, maybe not necessarily, oh, do this different in the business or do that. But what would you tell yourself maybe about mindset? Mindset. Uh, wow. I hear you talk about it all the time. Mindset over skill set. Yeah. It's important. I don't know if it would be mindset. I, it is tough. I would have raised my prices 10 years ago, Brian. Yeah. That was my biggest problem. I just wasn't charging enough. Yeah. Again, I, I didn't know. I, it, it's not that I was scared to raise my prices. I just didn't know. It just took going to a couple of events and listening to other people. You know, when when you're there, you're insulated, you're in your little bubble, you don't really get out, you don't get to talk to people. 2017, 18, I I started to change that, Uh, went to the first Accelerate, started to see what people were doing and said, you know, okay, it looks like it's pretty easy. And that was it. Well, what's interesting, though, John, minds, uh, you know, we talk about mindset. Well, raising prices is almost entirely mindset because most of us are afraid. Most business owners are afraid to raise prices. And so that falls into, I would say that that falls into the mindset because you would have gone back and you would have said, hey, go raise your prices. You're going to be just fine. Don't worry because, you know, you're going to be just fine. The other thing, so, you know, look, guys, I say it all the time. This is to the listener now. I say success leaves clues. I say it all the time. And if you listen through these podcasts, you're going to hear the same things by guys like John over and over and over and over again. Aside from all of the stuff that we just talked about, he just said something, too, that's critically important. You said that in 17 and 18, you're alone. You're kind of in a bubble, right? That's how we are. That's how we're built. You know, as entrepreneurs, we're in our heads a lot. We're alone a lot. And then what you do, you started to venture out. You went to an event, it happened to be Accelerate, and you saw around you, hey, wait a minute, there's other people I can learn from. There's other people that are already doing the things that I want to do. And that helps, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I made the decision to uh, <laughs> to look outward. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like, I mean, I'm a contractor, right? I started started with a tool belt. Yeah. Um, I, I, I sold some jobs just because I had to do that, right? Now I'm your typical story of a contractor, put the tool belt on, worked out of a van and grew a business, right? Yeah. Now I've, uh, now I'm, now I'm, now I'm operating a real business. Yeah. Like I said, I just, I made a decision to charge what, you know, what I'm worth. Right. Um, make, make some real what money. You're worth. Right. Make a real business. Yeah. Make a real yeah, business out of it. Something that can support me and my family and, and my future. Yeah. 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 I, I, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing and being open about the numbers. And I didn't expect you to share numbers, but that's awesome. I mean, look, if you weren't to begin with, you will be within a couple of years, you'll be a millionaire from this business and wow. like, a, a, you know, like legit, you know, cash in the bank millionaire in, in just a couple of years. And it's, that's all, you know, look, I mean, it's all a decision. You made the decision when you were sitting in that room in February of 2019. Oh man, I got to do things a little bit different. Look what you've accomplished in such a quick amount of time. You know, this year I talked about the power of commitment and then how it, the commitment before commitment comes a decision, right? You have to make that decision to say, Hey, yeah, I'm willing to go do the work and I'm willing to open my mind and do all the things that are necessary in order to make this happen. So 
That's awesome. Look at you. You you provided plenty of examples at the accelerates the hundred million dollar roundtable. Yeah. The speakers. All you have to do is look at them and just say, wow, you know, this is uh, this is possible. Look and at I, this. And look, between you and me, I only want to bring on people that when you look at them, you say, and no offense to any of them, but it's like if they could do it, why can't I? Right? They are pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, but I've known a lot of them when they weren't. Yeah, they were impressive. Yeah. They're impressive people as people, but as business people, they didn't all start out that way. And I've known a lot of those people when they weren't. And and it's it's a beautiful thing to see when somebody comes into their own, like like with you. I mean, I was just, again, I'll, I said it at the beginning of this, but John sent me an email with just like a progress report of, hey, I did this and I did this and I did this. And it came out of, I used the testimonial that you gave us or a review that you gave us in a something else. And you sent me this progress report. I'm like, wow, this is this is awesome. So I really appreciate that. And I said to John, and just like I would say to all of you, had nothing to do with me, had everything to do with this guy implementing, taking that information, because I told him hundreds of people, thousands of people get the information, but only a small amount of them actually take it and go and implement. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Oh, you're, you, you, thank you, you, man. Deserve, you, you deserve some credit in this. You really uh, do. Little, okay. Tiny little uh, bit. Uh, so, a little bit. A tiny little bit. So, all right. So any uh, parting words for, for the listener? This is your first time on the podcast. I'm going to have you back again after you hit your, your target. And, you know, I'm going to wait a year. I'm going to see where you're at. You're going to hit your goal. I'm almost sure of it. Um, and then we'll talk about what you've learned, you know, going from 3 million to 5 million. Cause that's another, you know, that's a big ceiling. Yeah. And Just by the way, Yo, I need a few more. I need a few more salespersons and a few more installers. Yeah, but so, is that isn't that what you're working on right now as the exactly, owner? It's what I'm working on. Yeah. 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 You're not running leads, are you? No, I stopped. I stopped running leads six months after Accelerate 2019. Yeah. yeah. You can't yeah. be a full time salesperson in this business and a full time business owner. You can't no. be a part time either. Part time uh, salesperson and a part time business owner just the doesn't only, work. The, the only thing I do now is I monitor, I monitor the leads. I, 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 I have a Monday meeting with my marketing manager for about an hour. So I just I look at what we're doing there. I look at what our lead costs are. I look at all of that lead acquisition, acquisition costs. I do a Wednesday morning uh, sales meeting with my sales reps. And I do a Tuesday evening uh, meeting with my call center. And other than that, I just kind of, you know, I, I, I monitor stuff from my phone, my CRM. I look at the revenue. I answer phone calls, but other than that, I'm just, I'm working on the business, yeah. not so thank much you. in the business anymore. Yeah. Beautiful. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, John, thank you. I appreciate you being here and sharing and being open about your, your journey to becoming a wealthy contractor. I love it. Congratulations again. And to everybody listening, I think John would back me up and saying, if he can do it, why can't you? Right. Sure. All right. So with that, this is Brian Kaskavalsian, G4 Marketing Group. This is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. And until next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Let me ask you, did it help you look at your business in a different way? Did it spark an idea or ideas that you hadn't thought of before? 
Do you have a list of action items that you can take and implement into your business or your life today? I really hope so. If it did, I'd like to ask you a favor. Would you leave a five-star review of the podcast? By doing so, you'll help other contractors find the podcast more easily so that we can help them achieve more success, wealth, and freedom. And before you go, make sure you subscribe to the Wealthy Contractor Podcast so you get access to the latest episodes as soon as they're available. We're always striving to provide you with great content so you don't want to miss what's coming up. In fact, if you haven't already, make sure you go to thewealthycontractor.com and get your free copy of my latest book, The Seven Secrets to Becoming a Wealthy Contractor. Just pay shipping and handling, and I'll take care of the cost of the book. So until next time, this is Brian Cascavalsian.